Welcome to Pretty Is As Pretty Does podcast, and I'm your host, Sammy Snow. I am a registered nurse, weight loss influencer, aspiring mindset coach, and recovered binge eater. Hello, love, and welcome back to another episode of Pretty Is As Pretty Does, and I am so excited to have you on today's episode because we are going to talk about why I don't think you should go buy a gym membership January 1st. If you have New Year's resolutions and part of your goals is to heal your relationship with food and get more active, I'm here to support all of that. But I do not encourage you to go get a gym membership until you've done these things. We're going to talk about it in today's episode. So let's get started. I hope that you're enjoying the holiday season, enjoying food and gathering with friends and family and doing all of that without shame or guilt. I know that the holiday season used to trigger me so bad because it was always the time that highlighted how terrible my relationship with food was. So with that being said, how did I lose and sustain 50 pounds down for over a year and a half at this point? And that is something that took a lot of practice in order to heal my relationship with food and to be consistent in my movement. Every time I started a diet or try to change my lifestyle, it was not because I loved myself. It was because I was shaming myself into being more disciplined working out and also being more disciplined with my nutrition or restricting my calories so much in order to lose weight. I have definitely been the type to emotionally and binge eat to extremes and also starve myself to extremes so that I can counteract some of the shameful behaviors that I used to do in my past, right? So with that being said, we're talking about binge eating, emotional eating, and I'm telling you not to get a gym membership. This is kind of counterintuitive, right? Who thinks to not get a gym membership at the start of the new year? And here's why I think you should not get one. Why? waste money on a gym membership when you haven't been to the gym in weeks, months, maybe even years. You have not shown any consistency in showing up for yourself in the way that you're going to move your body. And all of a sudden you think that January 1st, it's going to be different. Nothing changes unless you decide that you're going to show up for yourself, that you decide that today is worthy of showing up for you. So before you get the gym membership and waste money and not show up and not be consistent because now the gym is packed and now you're intimidated to take up space in the gym. So mm, what do we do when things are uncomfortable? Well, we turn to what we know comforts us. And for a lot of us, that is emotionally eating. So please do not get yourself caught up in these self-sabotaging cycles where you want to diet and restrict, but also sabotage your progress and hinder your relationship with food even more. So all of this comes full circle. And I don't want you to be caught in the trap that I was for many, many years. Okay. So if you haven't worked out in months and you haven't worked out in years, how do you get started if you're not going to buy a gym membership? I would say that you should get started simply by creating a step goal for yourself. Get moving and get walking. 
I know that the majority of my weight loss, after healing my relationship with food, I started to incorporate movement. And by doing that, I wasn't going to extremes in the gym because I wasn't consistent with the gym at that time. I would wake up at four in the morning, and maybe you've heard this story before in a previous podcast episode, but some of the things that I started to do was wake up at four in the morning before I worked. I would go work out and do cardio. And that was something that I built discipline and it makes me feel incredible. It's something that I still do to this day. I work up before work and I simply walk. A lot of mornings I only walk. And that is part of the reason that I've lost the 50 pounds and I've been able to sustain it. When you're able to find movement that works for you, that it doesn't make you feel like you're working out, you're winning. One of my favorite things to do outside of walking on a treadmill is obviously to get outside. I live in Dallas and the weather permitting here is pretty much year round with the exception of like two months probably that I'm not able to go outside and enjoy the weather. But it's the middle of December here and today I rollerbladed for six and a half miles on one of my favorite trails here in Dallas. It is probably the easiest way that I can get my cardio in without making it feel like cardio. And if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Because honestly, who likes to do their cardio? But you know, if you have a dog and you start to go on an extra walk with them each and every day, that is also increasing your workout and your regimen and helping you become the woman that you've always wanted to be. So create a step goal for yourself, create habits that add value to your life like walking. And once you're really consistent, with walking and showing up for yourself and saying that no matter what, I'm going to reach my step goal for today, maybe try adding in some strength training. Do this at home. You can YouTube all the videos. You don't have to do anything fancy. Do push-ups, do squats. I'm gonna share my push-up story again and I know that I've shared it on the podcast, but I do have a new record that I'm really excited about. And that is the first time that I was challenged to do push-ups at work. I knew that I wasn't going to beat anybody else in this push-up contest. There was like two or three guys and another girl that are very physically fit. And I, I knew I wasn't going to be in competition to them at all. But the very first time I dropped down and I was able to do 12 push-ups. That was my baseline. And I was like, okay, 12 push-ups, solid, good form push-ups. Well, this week, we've been practicing week over week, and I've been able to increase my number. I've been able to control my breathing and continue to have good form. And this week, I was able to do 26 push-ups without stopping. And that is a huge accomplishment for me. And, you know, I want a sculpted upper, I want a sculpted upper body, and push-ups are a way to really compound a lot of the movements in your upper body. I am feeling so good about that and it really starts small. So do your push-ups, do your squats at home, learn to do walking lunges, things that will translate and help you become more successful when you are ready to step into the gym. So once you've been showing up for yourself, you're staying hydrated, you're staying consistent doing these things, that is when I encourage you to get your gym membership. I know you're excited now. You know, you've been building confidence because you've been showing up for yourself and now you're starting to see small changes in your body and the way that your clothes fit and maybe you're not seeing the changes on the scale and that's okay. That is just a one point 
point of data, but you are seeing the changes in how you show up for yourself and you're ultimately building confidence each time that you keep a promise to yourself. So please do not overcomplicate this process. Don't get a gym membership unless you are showing up for yourself. Don't waste your money just to self-sabotage and let yourself down in a couple of weeks. We all know the way that this story goes. The gym memberships are packed January 1st and then six weeks later, you are no longer in a packed gym because people have given up on themselves. Don't be that person this year. It's the middle of December. We still have two weeks left of this month and this year. I want you to have the power and momentum to go strong, to go all in on your goals by starting small. Do not go into the thinking of all or nothing. This is a very, very easy way to self-sabotage because when you have the all or nothing thinking, when you're not doing it all, you give yourself permission to do nothing. Well, why even try? I can't be consistent. I'm not showing up for myself because I'm creating these goals that are unrealistic. Again, why you should not buy that gym membership until you've shown up for yourself and you've been consistent doing so. I hope this episode was really helpful. I know it's a little counterintuitive to be told not to get the gym membership, but I do think that if you start with the basics and master those, you're going to go into the gym with confidence when you're ready to do so. The side effect of all of this is you're going to be gaining some confidence, girlfriends. Once you start showing up for yourself, you start taking care of your body, you start following following your own standards and rules in regards to the relationship that you have with food and how you're moving your body, you're going to feel incredible. If you haven't already, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This would mean so much to me because I want to reach out to the women who need to hear these messages. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to talk to you next week. Hope you guys have a wonderful holiday season.